Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. It's usually the life and the happens part that I can't seem to remember what order they go in or that's funny what to me. that's all about. Uh, so I thought the other day that with the holidays coming up and with the holidays being such a hard time for so many people that we should just tell some happy stories about holidays. Yeah. And I said, what, what should we be podcasting about this week? And you said, well, here's an idea. So George, what kind of happy stories do you have about holidays? Do you have any fun, you know, stories from growing up or happy holidays that you had or unusual adventures around the holidays, things that would make good stories to tell? This is the response you got. It was big silence. <laughs> you know, this is where I started swearing. <laughs> I, I don't think you said adventures, but uh, misadventures might fit in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Adventures. Hmm. No, I do not have happy holiday remembrances of my childhood. And then I start swearing because I don't. I don't have any of those. They were all fucked up bunches of bullshit nonsense where everybody was drunk off their asses and stupid shit was happening and none of it was any fun. So I tried really hard to think like, certainly there must have been some fun in there somewhere, but no, there is none. For example, when I was little, we would go to my dad's side of the family and then my mom's. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure what that was about, like get my dad's family over with, then we can really get drunk or what it was, but we would go to my dad's family, and my fucking Aunt Tony gave me a cape three fucking years in a row. A cape? A cape, like a knitted, would be a cardigan if it was a sweater, knitted fucking cape. And I think the third year, I actually did cry. I'm sorry. Because I was like, I can't possibly contain this bullshit any longer. It's just too bothersome for like a nine-year-old. Or The one thing I can say about my holidays is the experiences were terrible, but my parents would give me like G.I. Joe because they knew that's what I wanted and they were cool with that, you know? And I know they opened all the toys beforehand when they were wrapping them because they were playing with them. Yeah. They weren't very old, my parents. <laughs> they were not. They were not. So they played with the toys and they were all good with that. And I got lots of cool G.I. Joes. I even got like the space capsule one year. But then we go back to my dad's family who like decided at some point my grandmother decided that I shouldn't have that G.I. Joe stuff anymore and gave it to my cousin to sell in a fucking yard sale. So there you go. It's the most swearing I've ever done in our whole fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely possible. Yeah. So it was terrible. And I hated holidays. And I even totally rejected Christmas for a period of time, I think around the beginning of graduate school. I just said, no, there just won't be any of that bullshit. I don't like it. Religion is ridiculous. People are ridiculous. And I'm not having any Christmas. And I remember my, my ex-girlfriend, who was a friend at that time and living in the same city I was, came over with a pair of like old man slippers from like Chinatown or something, you know, like the really, like the cheap ones that are, they look like corduroy, but they're really fun, you know. Yeah, with and, the fuzzies inside. Yeah, and the, yeah. well, and yeah, semi-fuzzy almost, but anyhow. And she came to the door and she said, I know you don't want Christmas. But you can have these slippers anyway, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I could have those slippers. Those are cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and also because I knew that, like, she didn't have that experience. She did have, like, 
the drunks, but she didn't have the same experience I did of, fuck this bullshit. I don't ever want this happening again. And I realized that not everybody was having that experience, but it wasn't something that I really thought about. Like, what was their Christmas like or could understand? I had no way of understanding. I knew it wasn't like TV, and I knew it wasn't all like my house, although I, I assumed a fair amount of it was. And I think you're probably right. And I don't think my parents wanted it that way. At least they better not have. <laughs> uh, but I do think at that point they were just uh, out of control enough. And, and these days people are out of control like that. Lots of them that I've known over the last 10 years even, people I've known that were my parents' age at that time, they're still out partying, but they don't have kids. Good idea, people. Don't have kids. Don't have kids, especially if you want to go get drunk off your ass off the, all the time. Now, my impression as a child, even a young child, was that they were not happy about going to either of these places, and they were more unhappy about going to my dad's family, which I was at that point, too, thanks to my fucking Antonian or capes, but, you know. <laughs> um, so they weren't happy. It was clear to me because they, they came up with this signal, and when we'd be parking the car, they'd be like, like, okay, when I do this or say this, it's time to go. You got it? It was something like that, you know, like, get me the fuck out of here signal, you know? <laughs> I'm done with this. And the other people that would be there, like my dad and my mom and me and my sister and my uh, half-sister, you know, my cousins, and then my dad's father, and sometimes my dad's mother, and probably for a brief period of time, her husband before he passed. So there was my grandfather, who I remember my cousin saying to once, my cousin Jimmy, he went over to my grandfather and said, Grandpa Jim, when are you going to get married again? And my grandfather, being the, not even just died in the wool, but, you know, more than that Catholic, was like, I am married. You know, and we were mm -hmm. all like, whoa, okay, we won't broach that topic again. And he was one of those guys, you think I don't say much. He didn't say much. Mm. He really didn't. Aww. Yeah. But my grandmother then would also come over, and they just dealt with each other. I mean, or tried not to. And she had divorced him when my dad was a child. So that was an unusual circumstance. But that was the least of all the tension. My aunt, my uncle's wife, her family would come there and they were all at least as oblivious as her about things they shouldn't be. Let's just say that. <laughs> but they should be clued in somehow. And my dad's brother was close to that on his ability to have empathy, interact you know, emotionally, uh, appropriately with people. Hmm. So I can see why they wanted the fuck out of there all the time. So did I. So then we would get out of there with the signal or whatever and the goddamn cape and the other shit that we had to take with us and escape to my mom's family's house. Now, this was better because by this time my parents had relaxed more. Now, they didn't totally relax because my mom had a stressful childhood, and so her family was a stressful thing. But at that point, they used to try to enjoy themselves at, at my grandmother's house. They would play poker with nickels and pennies and get more drunk, but have a good time about it. I know I, I didn't like that at all, and I don't think my sister did, but she was a little more oblivious being some years younger than me. And then there was my aunt, who is the aunt that lives here now. Mm -hmm. And she was not ever getting drunk off her ass. She doesn't really drink very much. She's kind of like me and, and my work wife who are, you know, like, hey, it's time for a drink. Like, that's going to happen. 
And she would bring us like a whole stocking full of candy, like chocolate, which is good for stress. It is? Yeah. What did you guys call her when you guys were growing up? My sister called her Aunt Candy. Mm-hmm. I knew what her name was, but I knew the M&Ms were coming, and I was glad. <laughs> Hershey's Kisses, whatever you got, chocolate. She knew what we wanted, and she brought it to us. And nobody stopped us from sitting there eating it all, I'm sure, because they were too busy being drunk. So, and then we would finally leave there and go home and turn the Pope on the TV, because, you know, we were Catholic. So there. So you'd watch Christmas Mass on the television? That's... As far as I'm concerned, they create that for Catholics, you know, under the the muse of you get to see the Pope. But really, it's you're too drunk off your ass to go to midnight mash. You better stay home. <laughs> so they play that at midnight. And we'd, we'd open our presents from Santa. Nice. Because mm-hmm. nobody wanted to get up with those hangovers. Mm-mm. I'm sure. No. No. But... Even so, like, even in grad school when you rejected Christmas, you still wanted lights. Because all those people in your family had probably been self-medicating, seasonal affective, and all sorts of other nonsense as well. But you knew that the lights were still a good thing, and you liked having the lights around, even if you didn't want the Christmas. I did. I was Christmas like crazy. I would go to the after Christmas sale and get them, you know, 75% off and get a bunch of strings of lights. And I couldn't stop myself. I was always getting more strings of lights of different shapes and sizes. And I mean, and you I, still have some that are like in the shape of trouts. Yes, I have And you some have trouts. some in the shape of lanterns. And, and mooses with little cabins. Oh, that's great. Is that what you say, mooses? didn't sound right. Moose, I think, is the proper plural. The, it's, it's one of those that doesn't change to the plural. The moose, the moose, which is a terrible song we had to deal with. Oh, gosh. Cub Scout Camp. So, <laughs> yeah, I like the lights, probably because it made me feel better. So I like the lights, and I still like the chocolate, and I was all down for that, and the slippers were okay deal. <laughs> I probably rejected it for a while, and then I eventually accepted that some of it could be okay under different circumstances. You know, as you get to be an adult, and you say, hey, this doesn't have to be this fucked up way. We can make this better. You you get to start creating your own reality when you take charge of it. Yeah. It's kind of great. Mm-hmm. My childhood Christmases were all fairly normal. My parents were divorced by the time I was, I want to say, seven or eight. My sister was born when I was seven, and they were already separated by the time my mother got pregnant which is a fun story in and of itself. And by fun, you mean terrible. Um, you, you can just continue with the holiday. <laughs> you don't have to explain. <laughs> and so I would get like two or three Christmases because, you know, there was my grandparents who felt bad for this kid who parents split up. And then there was my dad who really just wanted to be functional. And then there was my mom who had strings of bad boyfriends and had absolutely no rules. And so even if the presents were shit, I got to do whatever the hell I wanted. Right. And so I really don't have many standout Christmas memories. They're all just sort of this blur of getting presents and going to a different place and getting presents and going to a different place and getting presents and then eating a shit ton of food and going to sleep. Right. Yeah, that's a little different. And our kids have something similar because they do have several Christmases. They have Christmas at our house and Christmas at their other parents' house. And then often grandma will have them come over and they'll have some more Christmas. So they do have a lot of Christmas. I know as as I got older, you know, got to be a teenager, the gifts got less cool. You know, I didn't get like, G.I. Joe's were the best thing ever. That was the highlight of my childhood and gifts. And then, you know, as I got older, I don't remember gifts. 
I think because my parents really didn't know what to do with a teenager because they weren't... They, they never really had teenager hoods. They didn't. As teenagers, you know, my dad got married to his first wife and had his first kid. And he did do stupid teenager things, too. You're, We've podcasted about that. The but. generation just slightly ahead of you was kind of the first generation to have teenager dumb. Your parents' generation did not really get teenager ing they would go from being a child to being adult get out the house and go get a job right their generation like if you look in you know film and stuff like that there were people having experiences as teenagers and and still being like a kid but that wasn't happening for my parents that was something that did gradually happen in society but that was after them right. they were the before the curve of that starting right so they, as I became a teenager, either became even less functional or I just was even more aware of it. And I think it was some of each because I don't remember gifts at all. I remember on Christmas Day, I would go probably starting as a sophomore, as soon as I could drive with my sister and we would go to the Christmas tree lot because you could buy a tree for like two bucks or whatever. And we'd get a tree. Right. And then I'd come home and her and I would decorate it because nobody was functioning anymore. And they really didn't realize it. No. So bottom line, there's a lot of people out there who have, you know, really rough time around the holidays. And so here's where your help comes in, friends. We would like to put together a short anthology of all the happy things. Tell us your stories about life around transition. We didn't tell them any happy stories yet, though. No, we didn't, because we're still working on them ourselves. Well, I think that some of the happy things that we have now that we've made, like, you know, I started with lights, but you have a tradition that you've set up for the kids, and I'm down for that, because they're good when they know what they should expect. Mm -hmm. And it's nice that we have a routine for that. We do have a set of traditions, and it's mm -hmm. not going places and getting drunk. No. It's very young person centered. Yes. Our kids don't even know what a drunk person looks like, as far as I know. Mm, Auntie has that one friend who comes around sometimes and I... I don't think they remember that. That's a few years ago. It is. And there's not enough people. There's If there's just one, usually that would be like, you know, your Uncle Bob or your Aunt Sally that kind of stands out, but... And you think, I don't want to be like that person. It's not the every adult in your whole life. Yeah. So, yeah, we've we've made things good for our kids. And I enjoy that. I enjoy that they they know what's going to happen. We're about to have Thanksgiving, and by the time this releases, we will have had Thanksgiving. And we will have put up the tree on Thanksgiving, and then we will have our set of expectations all through the following month, which is hella effing busy. Mm -hmm. Two birthdays, two holidays. We might go to Hanukkah as well, make that three. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Right. So. Right. We usually have a Hanukkah invitation. We'll have to look at the calendar and see. Uh, it's early this year. It's like mid-December. Well, I guess that's not super early. It's early December. Hopefully we have the kids so they can go and play this time because uh, it's very kid-friendly. We didn't have kids last time, so. Right. Yeah. Have you made your Christmas or holidays or Hanukkah or something happier? And, and so, well, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a holiday thing. It can just be, you know, tell us a amusing story from your life. Tell us a poignant story from your life. Tell us something good that happened to you or something good that you made happen for yourself or for the people you care about. 
That would be we, good. We want to put together a 30 to 40 minute episode of clips. This is our idea, my idea, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's your idea. It is my you idea. Have to do all the work. I do have to do I all like the work. The idea. I can't wait to see if what we get and yeah. what that's going to look like. So, our request then is that you send us your stories of life around transition between, around, underneath, behind. <laughs> Transition is not the focus, but of course, if you are listening to our podcast, there's a high probability that you or someone you love is trans, but that informs the rest of your life. Hopefully, it is not your entire life. There's something happy going on in your world you can tell us about. Something positive, something uplifting, something poignant, something amusing. Well, there might be some other thing that happened before that and why that thing is better. See, we, well, yes. Generally, a good story has a beginning and a middle and an end, and it has a problem and a solution. And this is, you know. <laughs> okay, first smarty pants third. for the English lesson. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. The instructions I would have understood was tell a happy story, not tell a story that might not start out so happy, but is good now. And so we'd like to hear about something that's uplifting for the community to put together a clips episode of all your stories that people can listen to when they're having a shitty holiday type of day. Send us your uplifting stories to share with others. Is that the deal? Yeah. Okay. Because it's the holidays and sometimes that sucks. It does sometimes suck. To help it suck less. Send us your stories. Happy stories. And we will share them. Yay. Details for exactly how to do that will be in the show notes and on most of our social media. I'll put a post together by the time this drops that says, here's the types of content we can use and here's how to get us the content to use for you that almost made English. Here's what we need and here's how to get it to us. Right. So. All right. That's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Transpantastic! Are you sure? <laughs> I have a little bit of a frog in my throat, and so I was trying not to... <gasps> Amphibians are supposed to be there, so... No, I was trying not to inhale loudly in between the phrasing, and it looked like unready, oh. or I don't know what you saw. <laughs> are we doing it again, or are we good? You need to say that. Okay. I didn't know if we were starting over. We can. No, we don't have to. This is your problem. A podcast.
So I just realized we didn't change her name, but I think that that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. yeah she's so. probably long dead and nobody cares. No, I don't think she is. She's probably like younger than my mom. That's okay. But I, I hope she's wearing capes. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> but anyhow. Ha, 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 ha.